Me, welcome everyone to Beat Whano Podcast, and this week we're with Higgs. What's good, my bro? Hey, bro, how are you? Ah, oh, so good, man. Good, well, good. and blessed, and um, yeah, how's things with you, bro? Yeah, pretty good, man. Um, can't really complain, eh? Just sort of working hard and living life, and nothing really um too negative going on in my life, so yeah. I guess I'm, I'm pretty lucky, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful riding that journey, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Best yeah. as I can. Oh, yeah, beautiful, yeah. bro. That's what it's all about, riding the journey, man. Like, I'm so um, so stoked to be back here in Palmerston North, and we're just pretty approaching episode 80, and, um, you know, here and there with different peeps, and we've obviously had kids like Nat Lover and yes, Palmy man. peeps, and, you know, when we all grow up together, it's, it's almost hard to... Resist just finding a way to come together on something like this, and um, yeah. you know all the other cool things that happen as part of community and building and hip hop. But um, yeah, bro. yeah, yeah. Salutes to everyone that's tuning in and for everyone who's brought us together. Um, man, so yeah, just to kind of kick things off, bro. Um, we're gonna do a nice little journey, bro. But um, let's let's go right into your earliest memories with music growing up, bro. Um, I would. I reckon that would be um, watching um, Top of the Pops, bro, with my um, sister and my mum. Um, my stepdad worked away a lot, so it was pretty much just me, mum and my sister in the house. And um, Top of the Pops was like, it was quite a big thing in England back then. I'm talking like um, mid-80s, and it was only on once a week, and back then... Don't forget, it was like three channels of TV. So the best programs that were on TV, everybody was watching them. Everyone loves music. Yeah. So Top of the Pops was just like pretty much the whole country tuned in. Yeah. And um, I guess, you know, peak 80s music. Uh, Michael Jackson, yes. Madonna. That type of shit. Yeah, they were man. like two of the biggest names. Exploding, yeah. You can't run away from it, eh? No, nah, bro. bro. They were yeah. everywhere. TV, radio, kids are talking about them at school. And I fucking loved Mike Jack. Yeah. And um, my sister and my mum were into Madonna. And I don't mind Madonna. I like that shit too. Man. Yeah. I still kind of do. Her 80s shit. Not yeah. now. She's gone a bit fucking... Um, yes. A bit odd. You yes, know, exactly. But, um, As some of those things do. Yeah, yeah. Well, being that famous for that many years, yeah. eh? I reckon it's going to take its toll on you. Fuck with your head a bit. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that, that would be like... That would be in there. Kind of important too, I think for me would be um, two specific movies that I watched when I was at like visiting my dad because my, my parents were divorced or whatever, and that would be um, Breaking or Breakdance, depending on where you saw it. You ever see those oh, movies? Nah, man, I'm sleeping under a few rocks. I tell you, no, no, they, these are yeah. old, bro. Oh, they're yeah. just uh, Breaking Breakdance was just a movie about um, a bunch of breakdancers. So um, I'd, I'd count that as a musical memory, and then also the movie Flashdance. Have you seen that? Now, nah, but I heard about that breakdance like from conversations growing up. So yeah, I'm but, sure that the era of these are really big, and I'll, yeah. I'll love to watch them. Though. Yeah. yeah, well, this movie Flashdance it's just about this chick that's um, she's a welder, but she wants to be a dancer, and there's just one specific scene in it. With the Rocksteady crew, and they're um, playing Rocksteady music, and they're breaking to it, and the scene is just like, 
oh my god, like, yeah, when I saw it, it's just like, it's fucking mind-blowing. But, um, yeah, yeah, yeah obviously that's yeah. kind of as, as far back as it goes. Yes. That's about 86 or 7, I reckon. Nice, yeah. nice, nice. And so whereabouts were you growing up at that time? I was in England, England. Bro, yeah, yeah, the West Midlands, yeah. Cool, yeah. Oh, well, um, did you sort of find that there was a a nice environment of being in school where other kids were into music and you bounce off that or you're more to yourself and learning it as you go um, in those early years? Because were you still in school when that was kind of like high school or primary school in those times or was it afterwards um, that you were getting in? I, 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 I was born in England. Yeah. I went to school. I, went, I did all my primary school in England and I started high school in England. I did my first like year and a half. So I left England when I was 13. And um, really, to be honest, at that age, bro, it was all pop music. I didn't really know anybody that was kind of searching out any other genres of music. Like, we all just listened to what was on the radio, what was in the charts. So, you know... Yeah, yeah it was like everyone just had music that was presented to them in, in that school environment, right? It wasn't yeah, like man. there would have been too much else happening. But um no. yeah, yeah. It was cool to cool to go back to, to those times and then see that um that was like your earliest views. But do you kind of recall the next phases? Um and we yeah, we're about to uh, so when you yeah finished up, did you move to New Zealand then or what was the journey from Yeah, there? well I moved to New Zealand when I was thirteen. So um Came out here with my whole family, really, mum, stepdad, and whatnot. And um, I had been, I'd been starting to like get little bits and pieces of like, um, I had been getting little bits and pieces of hip hop and stuff when I still lived in England, sort of between age 11 and 13. And I was into it, I didn't really know too much about it. And it definitely wasn't popular where I was from in England. It's mainly white people and they yeah. weren't too, uh, <laughs> too much into what you might call like black music or anything like that. Yeah. So um, when I first got here, when I was like 13 and everybody was, well, a lot of people were into like hip hop and like tagging and listening to rap. I was just like, whoa, yeah. shit. Yeah. You know, this is, you know, I, I like this. I, I don't really understand it or know what it is but I do like it and I want to learn more about it so coming over here was like it was crazy because all of a sudden I had like access to hip-hop and that really changed shit for me like musically I don't yeah, know I just um, yeah yeah jumped in both feet really mean that it yeah. carried on like music is so big for so many people that are listening in but hearing that like a nice kind of progression that didn't really go down at all because of how dominant music was both there and here. So yeah, man, um, tell us a bit about the, yeah, growing up school here, whereabouts were you? And um, yeah, was the other, from, from that point, was there some sort of influences of music um, that were creeping in? And yeah, any memories from, from sort of what was your, maybe the first sort of bits of music Memories you had, yeah, once you're here in New Zealand, mother. Yeah, um, the first sort of stuff, hip hop wise, that 
I was hearing over here was all really like gangster rap. It was like the era where death death row was real huge. Yeah. Um, and in New Plymouth, a lot of the kids that were into rap, it was death row and um, Bone Thugs, Warren G, all mainly like gangster rap stuff. Because this is like '95, uh, I moved over, so yeah. that was um, that was pretty yeah. much what I was into for like a long time. I didn't really, I guess I at that stage I probably thought that um, you know most rap was gangster rap. I I just hadn't been exposed to that much like East Coast hip hop and or, or like any other sort of jazzy or sort yeah. of mellow hip hop and. Most of the kids in New Plymouth that were into hip hop, it was just gangster rap. There weren't yes. people like listening to like <laughs> KRS One or like Tribe Four Quest or any any shit like that. So yeah, that was pretty much how it started then. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like tons of pops for like yeah, rap, gangster rap, and um, the American sound like coming into New Zealand too, right? Like some of those names you mentioned. And I was I was too young to even be born, but um, I was born in '97, and then for me, oh like my God, I'm so the earliest, old. it's cool because actually, it's totally just crossing the the margins there of um, what I first saw, which was uh, this cat called DJ Vana Ritchie on What Now, which is like a kids show. Yeah, I um, remember that man. And bro, like he actually gave me a shout out on the show, bro. Oh no, because I was texting and yeah, saying, yeah. oh, because cool, cool. he used to always act like he was the man. And I saw it, and I was like, there was something that like made it so funny because he was like appealing to the kids who are just fun. And so yeah, I thought, yeah. oh, this guy's funny, isn't? He's telling us all to just do our thing, and so I text him and say, "You're the best. You're better than everyone else." And he read it, and it was just as the TV was warming up, and like, yeah, yeah. like oh, oh yeah, man, it was a pivotal one. Eh? And yeah, yes, it was cool to follow him along the journey because he was playing again American sounds that were big in New Zealand, and that yeah. would have been yeah from the early two thousands. That's my time in New Zealand, but it was cool for you having a little bit more um, maturity to see what it was because I yeah for me it was like music didn't come to way later and it's really cool to hear you grow up in New Plymouth and there were some peeps around the place but um yeah it was kind of like some of the next um steps for you with music did you get into it at all um seriously in school or at least like wanting to dive deeper or did it just kind of stay with being into like listening around around the school time uh well like I always was kind of interested in the little bits of hip-hop that I saw when I was in England. And then when I got to New Plymouth and realised that people were in it, into it over here, I just sort of kept listening to what everybody else was listening to. But um, I'd always just try and find out more, really. And um, I guess I just started just discovering more hip-hop that like people weren't really listening to nice and the more i got into it the more i i was just i would just get everything i possibly could like anything to do with hip-hop yeah. if it was a fucking newspaper gotcha, article, yeah. a little Full immersion tape, anything <laughs> just trying yeah. to get everything that i could yeah but um always more drawn to rapping 
and then I reckon when I was probably about 15, I just thought to myself, you know, fuck it. I love this so much that I've just got to do it. I've wow. got to do it. Yes. So yes. I started attempting to rap and, um, yeah, probably really poorly. Like, I mean, like the, the, what, I would, what I sort of started doing was like, um, you know, if I knew the lyrics to like a Snoop track where it was like um, D-O-double-G, I'd yes. just say the exact rhymes that Snoop was saying, but I'd just change it to like, H-E-G-Z and N-P and yeah. you know so they weren't really Beautiful. my yeah. rhymes I was exactly. just rhyming other people's rhymes but chucking my name and in. enjoying the rhythm of it all late because it's yeah, such, a, such a thing that sticks when you're young eh that the whole yeah bro yeah pace yeah. of it all <laughs> yeah fully and yeah. Snoop was real real good for that those um, you know like the doggy style stuff I, I, I could just found that I could really just rhyme along with it mm. and um yeah, and then and then that sort of turned into like maybe writing like five or six lines here and there, mm. and um, yeah, and then I, th I reckon when I was probably about I don't know maybe fifteen or sixteen, I sort of started to get the confidence to show it to my close friends. Like, oh, you know, like walking to school, I'd be like, oh, I've got this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. That's right, nice, right, right. Nice. Yeah, the school. You know, nice, can, yeah. I, can, I, like, can I, you know, listen to this rhyme I've got and, you know, and, um, yeah, just um, trying to get better at rapping. Yeah, and, and it's when you find people see your asses into it, eh? Because you just naturally like, hey, I got something. You know, yeah, and you, you, it just sticks with you. Oh, that guy's into it too, or that girl's into it. Eh? Yeah, bro. So that's, that's cool. I agree with you. Uh, boys hire the same sort of thing, getting the bug of DJing. And you just, you don't even think because you're so young, you just get to immerse yourself. Yeah. And naturally, bro. yeah, people come around. So, yeah, what was the sort of ways you'd even be able to show it back then with early technology, the, you know, 2000s? What would you say is like being the memories of how you were able to record things down? Was it the, um, yeah, Walkmans? What was that era for people like, yeah, 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 younger than myself who try to remind themselves, eh, like what it took to just get things Yeah, bro. Rolling? It, it, it's nothing like today, bro. Like mm. today, like, you know, yeah, you got yes, literally. Not saying yeah, it's no. disrespectfully at all, yeah. but it's just so easy now. Like yes. you just got everything at your fingertips. <laughs> yes, exactly. But um, yeah. the way I started to record music was um, had a little hi-fi in my room that had two tape decks and a CD player on top, and you could plug a microphone into the front of it. Yeah. So I would just. Basically, you'd buy like uh, a single, which is a cassette tape single, yeah, or a CD single, and you'd buy one that had like um, an instrumental, maybe two on it if you were lucky, and you'd just play the instrumental through the CD or the one tape deck, record on the other tape deck, yeah. and you just had your little $20. Yeah, yeah you had your chance. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and that was it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, you had your it, was, it, was, it was super low tech. Yes. Had no idea what we were up to. Nice. But I mean, we, we got it done still, though, you know? I mean, I remember some of the first songs that I recorded with um, friends of mine that I was rapping with, and literally we stood, three of us, 
around my hi-fi, one, two, three, mm-hmm. and just when the bro finished his verse, he just handed the mic on. Yes, it was, yeah. We would not pause it. It was nah, just, we, exactly. we didn't know what we were up to. Yeah, we just, exactly. We were just trying to do it. That's epic, eh? Yeah, yeah it, was, man. it was fun, though. Oh, though, exactly. Yeah. Oh, I think we can all, all generations see, um, you know, how much we can utilise from hearing the stories, the real stories of music. And it doesn't matter whether it's stories from people doing it today or back then. Yeah. yeah, but you just can never hear it enough of, um, you know, how many people give it a go and what that means for everyone listening, which is literally just give it a go. Hey, hey. Um, and um, and you'll be surprised. So I'm sure you guys yeah. are surprised pulling things off sometimes, eh? Like, and making it happen and then having yeah. something of some sort to show and then building it from there. So, man, it's cool to hear the tape decks and hearing a few peeps on the show talking about the tape deck era and how much that was a big game changer in itself. Yeah, have, Like one to record and one to have, you know? Yeah, yeah, true. Because I guess when they first came out, it would have just been one, one tape yeah. deck and then some <laughs> guy was like, oh, well, we'll just we'll make one with two. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Um, that was our weapon of choice, man. It was, um, yeah. yeah, it was all about just, like, getting it done and having fun doing it. Yes. You know, I mean, like, not to criticise nowadays. Yes, Again, yes. it's like, but um, I think a lot of people do do it just um, mm. for the reaction of others. Yeah, and the formula, right? Because if it's like, okay, I can do it in this certain way to get to that person so I can get that reaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. even it's actually encouraged because of how easy it is, you're, like, able to, like, almost get too tweakable and compared to that where it's let it happen, do it, and it's not about the reaction, which I think, yeah, you've touched on such a good Yeah, because, bro, we balance. would like, um, you know, we would only record one tape. So it's just like, we've got the tape. It's not like it's gone online and then mm. potentially, you know. Yeah, a second later in the city. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so it's like yeah. you had to take the tape to school and show it to one of the bros to... To get a, a, an yeah, opinion a, of yep. it or whatever, and yes, um, yes. that's what we started doing. We, you know, these little tapes that we made. I had this crew called um, first group that I was in, uh, the IMCs, and that was the International MCs, and we called ourselves that because um, I was from England. The one bro was um, Maori Australian, nice. and then nice. the third brother was uh, South African. Good mix, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And we yeah. would just make these little tapes of um, us, you know, rhyming on yeah. um, like jack beats. Yeah. And we'd take it to school, and someone would have a tape deck, and we'd like play it to people at school at like lunchtime. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. The, the, the guy had the money who had the tape deck he could bring to school. Yeah, <laughs> like, they, they, they weren't flat. Yeah, yeah. They, they yeah. were just like it was probably like granddad's fucking tape deck out the garden <laughs> shed that he <laughs> listens to while he's uh, yeah. you know, tuning up his car or whatever. Whatever you can take to school. Yeah, yeah, bro. Exactly, yeah. man. That's so cool, bro. I'm. Man, that, that is some cool memories, I'm sure. And I'm sure it gives you a few flashbacks. Of, yeah. It does, bro. It's, yeah, that's it's cool. all real precious fucking memories to me, bro. Like, mm, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's what it's all about, bro. Well, kind of, yeah, from that point and then um, no doubt finishing school. Um, between that time, yeah, did you, um, did you have any sort of uh, big moments where you could uh, see things moving? 
uh, forward with technology or with your ability to get more into it? Was the other thing starting to pop off apart from just giving a little recording a try? Um, involved around the community and was that more sort of after school and yeah any memories um Did you start getting on yeah yeah no no sort of um high-tech business while we were at school like mm. I, I don't think I um had the internet in my house until um maybe a couple of years after I left high school I think from memory so I would have been about 18, 19 sort yeah. of thing. So um, not really technology-wise, but yeah. I just I the more I got into hip hop, the more I started meeting other people in New Plymouth that were into hip hop, and there weren't a lot of us. There was only a small group, but we were really passionate yeah. about that shit. Cool, yeah. And yeah. Um, I used to hang with um, a kid called um, Future, who was a b boy. Um, he was um, part of Time Bandits, I think, in Wellington at one stage. But um, when I started hanging with Future, I, I used to go to his house. And he had all types of fucking out of it shit in his house, bro. <laughs> you go into his bedroom and he'd have, like, three hi-fis, two TVs, wow. three v video recorders. And you'd just be like, oh, what the fuck are you doing with all this shit? And he would just, like, he'd record himself breakdancing. And yeah. then he'd like watch it back on video and like pause it, play it, pause it, and analyze every single little movement. Epic, yeah. And then when I was going over to his house too, we'd also do a bit of rapping and stuff. So nice. just really for me, the introduction of vinyl yes, and turntables, yes. even though that predates um, maybe, you know, some of the stuff we were using, it mm. was different technology, exactly. not new technology, yeah, but, um, yeah, just, just using that, um, mm. as well, really. And yeah. The emerging of like people actually making it a little video game, like pausing and playing, like whatever it took to kind of push the need away of yeah, not bro. just music recording, but also the break dancing, all that's, that's cool. Right? Yeah, bro. Yeah. I mean, we were into all aspects of it and, yeah. um, the more people I met, I guess, they all had their own little ways of um, expressing themselves and documenting themselves. So you just, um, we all just learned from each other, really, man. That, I mean, if if you want to talk about, like, mm. community, it wasn't like a in the wider community or a large community, but we had our own little hip-hop community. Nice. And, and yeah. we all learned from each other don't, and, yeah, and don't. tried to help each other. Because we didn't have... Um, we didn't have any elders in New, New Plymouth. Yeah, like mentors of like, hey, yeah, here's some gears. Sometimes it was all, yeah, you guys led yourselves one by one, helping each other yeah, out. Bro. Yeah, absolutely. Nice, nice. We had to. I mean, yeah. like, if you came from like maybe Welly or um, Auckland or something, you might have had an older generation of like heads to mm. like kind of guide you in that. Exactly. But we were kind of like the first generation of, of like yeah, the pockers in New yeah, Plymouth. Yeah, yeah. You know, people might want to. I don't know if yeah. someone wants to argue that with me, but no, no, no. I, yeah, I, I, as far I would, as you I would say know. so. Yeah, as far as you would know, yeah, it's yeah. epic, bro. Because I've I've only just visited New Plymouth here and there, but um, it's cool to just imagine, yeah, how you would really 
make the most of what you got, which is what Bob's all about yeah, and music. But yeah, kind of moving forward into, um, yeah, where you find yourself from New Plymouth. How long were you there? Because I remember I first came across you and obviously been here in Palmy. So yeah, were you there in New Plymouth much longer after school? Or did you travel around a bit and then come to Palmy? Or what was the... um, I, I lived in New Plymouth from 95 till um, 2000 and left school in like 2000 and pretty much like two months after I left school I moved out of home and moved to Palmy. Um, a mate of mine that I was doing a lot of, um, I say we were doing a lot of music, like we wanted to make music but we didn't really know what we're up to. He moved down here and he was renting a place that um, his parents owned down here and um, he was like, bro there's like a sleep out, out the back so if you want to come down with us and you're welcome so I was like fuck why not I'm not doing yeah, nothing yeah, else exactly. so just moved to Palmy and um yeah yeah and then I went sort of back and forth between New Plymouth and Palmy for a number of years but um yeah spent some time in Palmy yeah yeah nice yeah. nice and have you been anywhere else since you moved at that point and um until now um for any decent period of time, or mostly just visits places, and then hope Palmy's been your home since, sort of thing. Yeah, Palmy has mainly yeah. been my home since, bro. But I did nice. do a year in Melbourne. Oh yeah, yeah, like around two thousand eight or nine. Cool. And um, made a lot of, made a fair amount of music while I was over there. And, oh and man, bro. Yeah, yeah. You don't mind if we go into that because that would have been a no, cool experience. Course, so, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, did you find um, there were sort of opportunities before you moved there, like, oh, yeah, you're going to meet this person, or you just kind of went there and just gave it a go? What was the sort of reason as well, bro? Yeah. Um, well, I wasn't really feeling things in Palmy, and shit wasn't going too well for me, and I felt like I kind of needed a change of scenery, and it just mm -hmm. so happened that um, a friend of mine that... Um, that I knew from New Plymouth had moved to Melbourne. And this is a dude, um, goes by the name of Sharp Mulder. And he was, um, he's like one of the members of a crew that I was with, um, Vomitous Talk. And of all the music I've put out, I've put the most music out with Vomitous Talk. We did like three albums. Mm. Um, all digital release, like nothing like properly mastered or packaged yeah, and put out. All really digital, raw early digital, bedroom yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, digital, you yeah. know, um, he, he was like, oh, you know, I was chatting to him and he was like, well, bro, look, you know, we've got a spare room over here. So if you wanted to come to Melbourne, wow. you can come out yeah, and we can, we'll <laughs> you know, and, and the spare oh, room that yeah. I was in, yeah. he had two turntables and the mixer, had the, uh, the MPC and the mic, so it was basically like, I was sleeping on the floor of the home studio, yeah. really. And happy to be there, yeah, oh, yeah exactly. Yes. Yeah, bro. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I was waking up every morning and get switching the deck straight yeah. on and trying to fucking scratch like, yeah. sloppily, but, exactly. you know, listening to the beats and, you yes. know, all, all we really did, like, like, when we weren't at work, we yeah. were just in the studio smoking, yes. drinking, yes. rapping, making beats, yeah. making hip hop. And yeah. On that journey, yeah, yeah, yeah bro. bro. Yeah, oh, yeah. just um, doing as much as we could, really. And, yeah. and during that year that I was there, um, 
Yeah, I, I wasn't. I wasn't in, in the best place mentally. Yes, but we yeah. still did some music. Oh, exactly. And the music is such a um, highlight that will always overtrump those times. I've noticed even the dark times. I had my times of always high, a bit dark. And when you realise what music's been for you in those points, it's very amazing because it's. It's, you just imagine, oh, well, what would have my life been like otherwise? And sometimes it's just very, like, creepily in the background, but yeah. it never hits you too hard. You just know, oh, well, it was, it was almost destiny, you know, it was destiny. And so it's cool to hear that part in um, Owen. And, um, yeah, was there, yeah, any other cool highlights? Like, did you get to go to many gigs there? Was it mainly just at home um, on that journey? Like, just, just really in the zone to, like, try and create. And, um, yeah, was there any other cool memories from the Melbourne? Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. Fuck yeah. My, I, I mean, I, I wasn't in a great place, like I said, but, I mean, there was still... You're right, bro. Mm. I mean, the without hip-hop, I would have been fucked. Mm. I mm. really would. You know, like how people say like, hip-hop saved my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could just... Honest to God, Yeah, all I... Like, I mean, I, I was lucky enough to have, like, a, a job, like... Um, in the trade so I could make a decent amount of money without mm. doing fuck all work like yeah. I was doing I'd do like maybe four days a week and then be like fuck that that's enough man and then and I was just trying to not be at work as much as possible really yeah exactly yeah and yeah. just doing every other spare oh. second hip hop yeah. Yeah. trying to paint you know learn yeah. um, you know like like I got a little bit better at sort of like writing graffiti while I was over there and um, oh, you know nice, like whether, nice. I, did, whether yeah, I did or not yeah. I fucking loved, loved the experience, experience yeah. over there because <laughs> Melbourne's got the illest wow, graffiti scene I can't man. wait it's, to it's go it's huge yeah, yeah, bro, it's a dope spot it's a dope wow, spot I can't wait bro uh, the only real cool kind of out there graffiti is when my dad shouted me my first travel overseas and he's done it twice but the first time I went overseas to see the family and we stopped in Paris with some of the family just seeing some of the graffiti on Paris hey yeah, on man. the motorways I'm just like it is it's its own unique fresh vibe and I'm sure it was like there in Melbourne too but yeah, um, man. yeah man oh that's cool to hear there's those all those other cool parts that you, you get to experience you know in the Melbourne but um, yeah yeah yeah. Um, yeah no doubt so you come back to New Zealand you're yeah Maybe, um, was that the point where technology was starting to advance a bit more? Because, oh man, I have vivid memories of LimeWire and whatever would have come before in terms of trying to get into um, the next phase of, you know, copying music yeah, and, and um, getting around. Um, yeah, or even just any other highlights. Oh, bro, there's, like, there's just... <laughs> Honestly, man, I, I could I could talk for days. About, <laughs> That's what we like to do. Yeah. Like, for real, though. Yeah, yeah. I could talk for days about my experiences in hip hop. Yeah, I, I, I just it's so it's been the most. Wow. Aside from like family, it's been mm. the most important thing in my life. Beautiful, it's just bro. fucking. It just dominated my life for so many years and it still kind of does really yeah but, um, yeah 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 i mean like yeah. when i was in melbourne we were recording all our music on sort of older technology i suppose because what we were mainly using was um the two turntables and the mic and the mpc which was like an older machine nice because you, know? you could record in those ones early ones or was it um the, the floppy disc was only for like certain small chunks you could really pull things off 
Yeah, it was yeah. man. I, I'm actually really <laughs> shocking when it comes to tech yeah, and bro. all that shit, bro. But I do know it was. I think it was the MPC three thousand, I think, and it yeah, definitely man. did take the floppy disks. Nah, I can remember when the bro used to pull them out. Yeah, I'd be yeah, like, yeah. Fuck, man, that reminds me of like primary school, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, like or, or some Early shit like that. It's ancient, school. yeah, man. Yeah. That's cool, yeah, yeah. Fluffy discs, I know, are still a like, great memory for a lot of peeps in the music, bro. Like, yeah, it'll um, be cool to see what fluffy discs are just lying around there. Cause I was like imagining a cool, proper New Zealand music museum, and it's just the, the most buzziest things you could see in there. And just yeah. figuring out how it would definitely be something like long term. I'd love to try and pull off. Oh yeah, that'd yeah, be dope, yeah, bro. yeah. Because, I'm sure you would find you know, people. If people can have a rugby around. museum in all the hands, well, you can have a music museum now, dude. Fuck yeah, yeah, no yeah, doubt. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. yeah. I'm gonna fight for it though, because I can definitely see how much it will um, be a positive thing. But um, oh, yeah, God. yeah, that's kind of the memories of like all the items that come from music. Hey, like it's not just the music gear itself, or you know, the the hip hop gear. It's it's all those things you wouldn't think of that actually got that sort of memory it could take people down and um npcs they like people still use them today because it's like there's something yeah, about of it course. Man, yeah 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 um, and that's what i really learned even when dirty harry first came here and i was seeing his process and like oh, i've never really seen someone just being able to really do this at that level and oh, that many yeah. beats and then for a cat like me from Palmy, i really started to appreciate wow no wonder like when they say everything is a remix and hanging around kids like deep fresh and learning about the history that he you know was i was so blessed because there's so much to take in when i was sat down this time and he did this little history thing for us and i was still finishing high school but man i can just begin to um see those little light bulbs of people getting into sampling hey like thinking oh i'm gonna try yeah. a little chop there and stuff so um yeah, was was it most like you'd be more into the vocal side um, in in your time, and there'd be people to help with producing? Or did you ever try and mess around on the on the NPCs and computer stuff? Or was it more? Um, you're kind of hard. To... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I always, I've just like like when it comes to music and hip hop, I've mm. always just locked right on to the rhyming nice and it's the rhythm just, that comes with the rhyming because that's yeah, enough bro. on its own hey, yeah, man. Well, yeah, really yeah. yeah i suppose i mean in a way like that's rhyming is, is musical and in a sense if you think of it as mm. um, as rhythms and that but i was always just a guy that strictly rapped and i was just lucky enough that i've had people around me that were um able to make beats and, and wanted mm. to work with me i oh, i have beautiful. a couple of times in my life had a little like muck around with like beat programs and and machines and so yeah. I, I just can't get it man it's, <laughs> yeah, it's just, exactly yeah it's yeah. not my fucking no, exactly. thing man nah. no well that's cool because it makes sense like i've got things where it's not my thing either and it's like you realize it's because of how much you can just go down one road so like specifically beats or specific some people just specifically go down engineering and then as I've started messing around with some fun in the car, just having like absolute no idea what I'll say and then slowly picking up little phrases in my head, freestyling over beats, I'm like, I can see how much this is like a whole thing. And just like beats, just like people who get really into artistic style like and visuals. Um, yeah, I can just imagine it's given you a whole journey. Like, 
and I talk to people on the podcast a lot like it's like a never-ending video game. There's just always that next yeah, you're like, oh, you can yeah, do that yeah. in this thing as well. And, yeah, man. And sure. yeah, which kind of is a segue into, um, yeah, some of your um, memories, both with the type of music you're making and, yeah, releasing the music, people you've worked with, especially now, is, yeah, talking about the people who have been there, which is such a big reason I call it Beat Fano, because, yeah, it's literally... Cool, bro. Family is something I had to find yeah. outside of the house, and um, if there's a lot of people tuning in, it's very normal. Um, but yeah, man, was there sort of some early, um, and then later on, like sort of the milestones? Like, do you remember um, what it was like with your first? How, how long do you want me to fucking? Yeah, yeah, honestly, bro, if you want me to talk about, maybe people, we could do I'll one from yeah, like <laughs> two or three from each place, because I can imagine there's been places and tours and all sorts that oh. come out. But I can tours. That's a good. That's a separate thing because otherwise we'll just carry on with recording. But um, because yeah, you've you've done a few shows, eh? But I think I first came across you in um, must have been like a stomach show or. Um, even like a common room, I could have even been. I'm, I'm not sure if you are at this upstairs place just by the square. Um, when do, uh, when King Homeboy was there, maybe, yeah, was yeah, 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 we well, did a couple been, at yeah. um, Safe could have been the first, yeah, yeah, kind of bumping around. I don't even remember, like, that's real recent stuff, really, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I had probably just seen you in your more recent years, but to hear your early journey, it's really cool for me because. I've always seen you around the place, like even Joshy. I was at Joshy's and I saw a vinyl there. I'm like, wow, Joshy's into that. And then Pete's like Dirty Harry and stuff. So maybe yeah. we could dive into that, that sort of period where it's, yeah, something I can latch on to more and for people as well in Palmy. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So what was the sort of um, moments for you with tour or shows? Yeah, did you have some shows um, here in Palmy that kicked things off? Or? Well... You know, I think the most formative times for me in hip hop were definitely in New Plymouth. Nice. But I mean, if 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 you if you're asking me strictly about Palmy, um, yeah, I haven't done a lot of live shows, bro. I actually, Can't yeah, you know, yeah. like you hear a lot of MCs and they're like, it's all about you know <laughs> the live show. Now. Yeah, I yeah. actually hate performing live. Gotcha. Nice. Yeah, I do. Nice. I, I, I'm just it's too um, nervous, man. Oh, I, I, yeah. I, I don't deal with the nerves very yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Um, I don't find, because I'm so nervous and so keen to um, do well, mm, mm. it's just not enjoyable for me. It's just a, a, a nerve-wracking yeah. experience. But um, Yeah, you, and you don't get to refine it like you do when you're actually recording, eh? Like, recording, it's like you can... There's no time, like a set's up yeah, a 15 yeah, 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 minute true. set, hey, or a yeah. half an hour set, and it's like this big thing yeah. that people do, but then it's not so big if you're actually wanting to, you know, put in a yeah. bit. Yeah, so no, that makes total sense, bro. And um, I guess on that front, you've done a couple shows though, right? Yeah. I've done a few shows in yeah. Palmy, bro. I mean, I've, like, yeah. I've done so few, I could almost like <laughs> name them. Yeah. I mean, I think the first couple of things I did live in Palmy was. Um, we had a battle mm. at um, a place that used to be, it was called Soul Bar. Uh, it was probably around, um, oh shit, man, when was yeah. Soul Bar around? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, um, 
It would have been about 2003, 2004. I had a battle at Soul Bar. Cool. And, yeah. um... Is that the place that used to be used space? Or no, I'm getting mixed up. Because it was maybe Uno... No. no. Soul Bar is across from Nicole. It's a jewellery store. Yeah, it's a jewellery store now. Word, yeah. Also on the side closest to King Street or the just, Queen just Street? Up from the store. Yep, yep. Oh! Yeah, right. I mean, that it was... um. That might have been the first time I rhymed live on Palmy, and it was super fucking memorable, man. Yeah. Because, like, I was there with a couple of my mates from New Plymouth. They came down to chill with me. And um, so we, we had the MC battle. There weren't a, a ton of MCs. There was, like, eight MCs there. Nobody, like, really, you know, like... Um, Sort of prominent, really. Like a, um, Stanley Pedigree was in it. Cool, I was everyone saying, knows Stanley I, Peds, I, you know. This would have been a good thing for people who know some of the Palmy peeps. Like, was um, were cats like be fresh around there back then at those gigs, something here and there, or like, um, do you remember seeing? Yeah, 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 you know, you, yeah. Would, you would see D around. Yeah, um, yeah. He, he was, he was, he's, you know, D's one of the older heads. So yeah, I mean, exactly. He was, by doing, that stage, he was doing stuff too as well himself, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, the coolest yeah. thing about that battle, bro, was yeah. that um. King Homeboy was there. Oh, nice. Yes. And yes. I had never heard him beatbox before. Wow. And, like, we were just fucking cypher <laughs> fiends, man. All we wanted to do was freestyle. Yeah. And everyone was like, oh, yeah, you see that big guy over there? Yeah, oh, yeah. He's, he's a fucking yeah. beatboxer. Mm. So, like, we went up to him and we're like, bro, you, you beatbox? Yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're like, oh, yeah, come outside. And we'll, yeah, yeah. And we, like, oh, all God. the MCs sort of moved outside and down this alleyway. And um, King Homeboy just started beatboxing. We were ciphering. It was fucking amazing. Yeah. And um, at one stage, King Homeboy was just going off to the point that all the MCs just stopped rhyming and were almost like, and he was doing like drum and bass beats, yes. hip hop beats. It was just all the sound effects that he can do, yeah, man. <laughs> it, it was it was just so good, man. Yeah, so good. Early dubstep, he was making it all happen. I don't doubt, bro. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, you know, I actually first bumped him on Queen Street in Auckland, and I was people watching because I'd hate going to do plumbing and James with Dad all the time. So sometimes I'd be like, Dad, can you just can you drop me off, and I'll just do my thing. Just give me a break, and then he'll drop me off, and um, I just. Enjoy just being out in Auckland, coming past North. You would just be like a natural high, just seeing everyone on the street of Queen Street. And yeah. then I saw King Homeboy. So little did I know that he had some roots in Palmy going back a while. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I started. I mean, this was a while ago. Though, yeah, so. yeah. And yeah. I was. It would have been a lot older when I first, you know, met and came across him on Queen Street, and he was doing some busking. He even did like a little bit of dance stuff for. Fundraising. Yeah, he used to he, dance a bit too. Yeah, yeah. He got him, he was getting him to his um yeah. to his breaking and, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So cool guy, King Homeboy, man. I'm not mad love for him. Yeah, so his I, I would say his music he would play and he would dance to it had also been a big influence for me because it was early early memories of electronic funk and I would have never heard it before. Oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> so yeah. I was very a house head, I was like that electronic oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. all yeah. I want is, you know, the European sound, I'm going for it. That's oh, my, yeah, you know, yeah, I was sure. a very like zoned in guy, and there were cats like the Noble Brothers who were ex like helping me be exposed to hip hop and other people here, um, like T Manor, TNP, who I'm keen to get on the podcast too. Oh. He's he's um he's really into hip hop too, but he's like in my generation of people who were able to help me and 
um, yeah, I can I can certainly see a connection like people like King Homeboy and and people that were quite quite open to like um, these young peeps like myself. Like obviously that's why I'm saying peeps like D Fresh and all that. I can't yeah, really love to have him on. He's definitely keen and um, yeah, you know, fuck yeah. D is iconic man. Like people, eh? yeah. yeah, we like I remember D Fresh sort of coming to New Plymouth for some reason or other like yeah. before i moved to palmy and like we just got wind that this like b-boy from palmy was in town in. yeah and when you saw him walking down the street he was, he was just like the iconic b-boy character wow. and we're just like wow man this fucking guy he's amazing and he's just such a positive dude and he yeah. like he's just um yeah he's the man he to me he's a hip-hop icon yeah he's an energy he, guy too yeah yeah guy. he might not Mm. He, no, I, I think over the years, like I'm not trying to okay, put words no. in his mouth. No, he, no. he he kind of like moved away from that idea of being like a hip hop purist. Yeah, and all that. yeah, yeah. But no. um, he's still been around since you know day dot, and he still is um, the passion for music is yeah, what bro. Matt Trump's today exactly. Yeah, mate, no yeah, doubt. Yeah. yeah, that is epic, bro. Well, is there any other kind of names? Because um, yeah, was Nate around at that time? It, yeah, um, when did I meet Nat? Yeah. I, I, I actually, I actually met Nat. I reckon around two thousand and five or six, and it was through D Fresh. Mm. Um, D Fresh got hold of me, and he was like, "Bro, we're gonna go out to IPC." Oh, yeah, yeah, no, well, that's yeah, it. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. He's yeah. like, "We're gonna go out to IPC to do a little hip hop show. Yeah. It's gonna be me, Nat Lover, who I'd heard of but not met." Mm. Stanley Pedigree, and he's like, you know, come out and, um, you know, just drop some rhymes and all that. It was a fucking crazy show, bro, because, yeah. like, we hadn't rehearsed anything. It was all completely impromptu, and I had no idea what to expect out of IPC. Yes. But it was, like, a decent little crowd, and, like, all these Japanese kids and that, they were obviously super into their hip-hop. Yeah. Yeah. And they were just, like so appreciative of it they were one of the most responsive crowds i've ever been in front of epic epic it was fucking awesome bro and we just went up there me d um stanley peds and fucking um and nat yeah and we were just like rhyming and freestyling over beats and it was just it was it just flowed it fun, <laughs> yeah. Really cool. wow yeah Real good experience i can just man. picture my head just yeah the flow of yeah. yeah oh that's cool good so those are probably some of the main gigs but I know you've probably just done a couple of other little ones. Um, and like you said, it's mostly been for you, yeah, music itself rather than the whole gig stuff and other stuff. But yeah, was there any other highlights, kind of like dance or, yeah, you should do a bit of graffiti. Um, yeah, yeah, is, this, is that sort of stuff you still do a bit here and there too? Like, because I haven't known much about what else, apart from this. Yeah, man, I, music, I, yeah. Still, I still write graffiti like oh, uh, yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I try and, um, yeah, like during lockdown and yeah. shit, like there was nobody out and about. So like we yeah. weren't going out doing like um, real high key, like bombing or nothing, nah, yeah, but yeah. we were going to like our um, our bridge spots on yeah, the line. Yeah, spots, yeah. Maybe twice a week. Nice. For, for that whole time. And, Beautiful. Yeah, I try and paint as much as I can. You know, nice. if you want to talk about community again, mm. the main reason that I paint nowadays I mean, I do do it because I love, love to write graffiti, but it's also 
to chill with the bros. It's yeah. a, a, like a fucking social event, exactly. you know. Exactly. Few beers, maybe. Yeah, a fair few of creative. Talk with the lad. It's just, yeah. it's, it's all about that. But yeah, man, fuck yeah, right. Beautiful. Yeah, I yeah. think I'll do that until I can't physically do it anymore. <laughs> nice, bro. Yeah. Man, I'm just trying to remember if I saw you in a little early video. I was always with the Noble Brothers and I don't know if you... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. Oh, so I saw you in that video far before. Oh, that before. was a bit cringe, no, no, man. I'm they, not, they, they, I, they I wish young. they would disappear. They oh, were young. Is... And I don't, it's probably not out there anymore because this was an old Facebook upload that I, or YouTube, but it was very weird because this was... Ah, before I even heard about you, I just, I like all these years, and, I'm, and it just came to mind, like, because nah, I've got a great memory sometimes from my early days, eh? So, no, nah, yeah. I think that was the yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah, you yeah. do, though, bro, because those, <laughs> those, whatever those little moments are, however, yeah. like, big or small they seem, if they're formative in yep. your in your musical life, journey, no you'll always remember them. Yeah, exactly. And they are yes. important, yes. doesn't. Uh, if yes. they're important on your own personal journey, then yeah. they're important. Doesn't exactly. matter if um, yes. doesn't matter if the whole fucking world knows about yeah, it. Yeah, doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So now that was that was that was actually. But let me say, time. please, yes. when I say it's cringe, yeah. I didn't mean from the perspective no, of no. the noble boys. <laughs> yeah. They're good no, no, exactly. I just meant I felt a bit. Yeah, cringe exactly. In the whole thing. It, trust me, they they were they were very young and just out there and just oh. almost. Oh, cool, and they, that's what I loved about them. They were they sort of made. Everyone kind of just tagging on this little thing. Like I was literally tagged in with things because I was hanging around them, and it was—it's oh, the yeah, best yeah. thing that ever happened to me because it took me on this whole journey, and and it became such a peaceful thing. So that you know, as all good bros do, when you're so close, sometimes there's just naturally a bit of tension from things, and yeah, because yeah. there's so much going on, and so that I am is one of the biggest highlights of Beat Fun. I was acknowledging that you know, community—they were—they were just. And we talk about community, like, they did it without thinking. They were, It was just, like, in their blood that yeah. they were trying to do some cool things. And, yeah, right. and you know, for very nah, worse, yeah, they ended up just kind of going so full steam ahead that only, the only thing that could come from it was some very cool moments in, for me and for a lot of people growing up. I think oh, yeah. even we, we got inspired by peeps like the Lockdown 06 Rowers because um, I had seen... Oh that there was going to be a little DJ opening day at Red Rat in Parliament, and that was when they had a store opening. So I heard it on the radio. It was a Saturday, nice day, so I just left home about lunchtime, told my mum I was going out to town, Then I was already that kid just hanging around town. So that's where oh, I first man. bumped into, yeah, all of those yeah, Chris was yeah, there, yeah. was there, and um, yeah, yeah so it's cool, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I had to bring it up because that was a, a time where, you know, cats, young cats like me could just literally go up to people and we're like, okay, I'll wait till he's finished his next beat match and then just sneak in a few words. <laughs> you know, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah you bro. Get where you fit in and you exactly. meet people and that, that just um, Keeps, changes yeah. the journey, man. It does. Bro, yeah. is, that, is that dog no, fucking up with shit? Not, it's not, bro. Bro, no, I'll just, I'll just let me not, but yeah, yeah, do your thing, bro, yeah. This is the most live and direct podcast ever. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it's like, don't panic, she's really fucking nosy. Oh, yes, exactly. Yeah, sorry about that, bro. But yeah, now the, the, the yeah, Noble Boys are, um, they're dope, bro. I, mm. I did an EP with um, Matt. Cool. He produced all the um, beats, and I used to go to his house on... Um, Just where it was by the Cook Street. Is it? No, no, um, is it Matapo? Or, 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 oh, yes. Oh, yeah, by Burger King. Bro, where is 
Yeah, I used to go around here and record and shit. His mum Janine? Yeah, so I remember yeah, that place yeah, up yeah. there because yeah. I was I grew up with him in church, you see, so oh, I grew yeah. up with that in church and then yeah. my mum was best friends with his mum and come around and have some lunch and they'd oh, cook us nachos cool. and I just see Matt with the biggest afro in Palmy and just, yeah, <laughs> just yeah. he was into it. Well yeah. I'll, t- I'll tell you something, bro. Matt yeah. Matt and Mikey Dam used to come round to my house on Botanical Road when they were only about 16. Oh, wow. and, and they were only just starting to um, yeah. make music. And Matt was doing a bit of graffiti writing. And that's kind of how we connected because Matt mm. knew another young fellow I knew that was kind of like a... Um, he was kind of under my wing in a graffiti scene. So he, yeah. he went on to surpass me. Like yeah. by a oh, fucking yeah. long shot, feeding yeah. wise. Did you ever see a tag around Palmy um, D-Lo or nah, or I SUD? I think maybe. Did you know what? Nah, I, 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 honestly, I know that there's so many, and I haven't been one to really, yeah, be if, into, to, yeah. into. Yeah, but if no, you're not into yeah. it, maybe you don't yeah, notice yeah, it as much. Yeah. But um, yeah. anyway, they introduced me to Matt and um, nice. Matt and Rory. Cool dudes, man. You know, yeah, I've done a bit of stuff with them, and they were really driven. I was dope. so lucky, blessed to see that that drive when you're young, and even yeah. when you realise that the secret is to stay young, and and that is some amazing drive. Um, and they actually had been in a few different spots, so there's some cool stories that I'm sure unfold. I would like actually to have them on, especially Mike, because um. You know, now that they're now that we all come back full circle, um, yeah, it's right. it's been cool to see them find opportunities to experience the life overseas. And sometimes when we're so far away from the rest of the countries, we forget that that's a, a purely cool thing for people to do. Like, yeah, you don't have to feel like oh, it must you know, it's just safe, stay here. Get out of your comfort zone, because yeah, bro, yeah, life is absolutely, man. Yeah, 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 travels, yeah. travels, and Can't experience, man. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, it yeah. opens your eyes to, um, yeah, you know that, you know, you, you don't realize how sort of maybe, you know, not mm. uh, for want of a better word, like limited that your experiences are in your yes. own little, your own little, little zone. And then when you go out into the world mm. and you're like, holy shit, man, like it's, <laughs> everything's different. It just changes your outlook. Yeah. So if you can, if, if you're you can, fortunate yeah. enough to be able to travel, you have to do you it, man. You have to do it. Absolutely. I said, I said to my, my dad, he shouted me, shouts to dad, he, he shout took me up to, um, <laughs> yeah, first it was um, a trip overseas to see the family. So yeah, like man, talking about places I've been, and then I'd love to hear if you even just other little spots around the place. I've been to um, South Korea and Seoul on the way to uh, Paris. Oh, and just those, you know, there's small couple days on the on the connecting flights. Bro, just, I was always like, I'd love to go to Asia. Just the inspiration yeah, of how yeah. they do things. Um, yeah, and then Paris and then Algeria. And then I, I'm, I had one day in London, and then you know, obviously the two nights. Oh, yeah, so you've been to so, some spots, man. Yeah, cool. Dad has really blessed me and has shown me because each of those countries all have their own unique things going on. Yeah, um, bro. and For on that sure. note, yeah, so is there any places you've been to uh, apart from, um, yeah, Aussie, New Zealand, or um, and like obviously the hometown, but like any other places you like to go if, um, if for other reasons, you know, you haven't been anywhere else? Um, because I'm sure 
there would be like maybe one or two if you just had all the money in the world you could just go to oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 anyone for sure. Yeah. Um, I've been to a couple of countries in Europe. Oh, nice. Um, France, Austria, Wales. Cool. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, no, that's not connected to anything musically. But, man, I, mm. I'd love to go to New York, man. Ooh, I, I would. Just yes, touch yes. down in the fucking hip-hop mecca. Just yeah. to say I've been there and, and yeah. maybe go to a few of the, I don't know, spots, spots yes, that are sort yeah. of um, iconic within hip-hop and that. But, mm. um... Yeah. yeah, I don't really think about travelling too much work because mm. it's so expensive, expensive now, you yeah. You get put out after lockdown you know? of how expensive it is beforehand and then you realise afterwards, wow, you've almost got to be triple prepared for <laughs> just making sure you're out there and you get back. You see, because, um, man, like yeah, you said, it's, it's not cheap. And uh, that's why I had to say real big love to Pops because um, if everyone listening, it's... Yeah, it's one of those things. You don't always get to do it, but if you do do it, do it and um, you do yeah, it all man. you can. But yeah, yeah I've, I've definitely got a lot, a lot of places like to go. Like my favourite TV show growing up was The Amazing Race. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you just get to yeah, see yeah. the actual place unedited, you know, a little yeah, bit more bro. natural. Yeah. And, um, yeah. yeah, yeah, from that, you know, that helped me see the appreciation and then going. And, and there are so many music spots that you know, would be amazing for anyone in New Zealand to go to. Um, but yeah, coming back off the travel vibes, I sort of will wrap things up. Um, like you said, we could be all night yeah, <laughs> with that's memories. Cool, bro. But yeah. that's what Big Final is about. Um, yeah, and, and people will get to enjoy. And also the gems. So like, we just touch on our own experiences and how beautiful is it people just hear it. And like, oh, yeah, yeah. That gives me yeah, a man. sense of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Relating. But, um, yeah, um, would there be any, yeah, things that you would, other little milestones or um, cool memories and then also, like, anything you like to do, like, tick off the bucket list um, kind of to wrap up your experience? Um, well, you know, a lot of good memories in hip-hop. I suppose, um, Mainly, a lot of it would be like battles that I've been to, cool, yeah. battle tournaments nice. and, and, and whatnot. Because um, that's different to gigs and tours. Yeah, eh? It's I'll, more of a you come in and you beat yourself because you've all yeah. So you've you've how many battles actually have you been to? Like more than just one or two. You've been to a few. Oh yeah, man. I've yeah, been to man. More than one or two. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, I mean. Yeah. Beautiful, bro. When you when you said to me before about like live shows and touring and that mm. that's what i was thinking i was like i've done more live battling than i've done shows and cool, tours bro. but i mean yeah yeah battle tournaments i've 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 um i could my first battle tournament was um battle for supremacy in auckland 2001 yeah i came second wow. lost in the final to the abbot who was a dope freestyle that I've got a lot of respect for. Second one was in 2002, again in Auckland. I got knocked out in the semi-finals by a dude you might have heard of, Dave Dallas. Yeah. He was going by Consai back Consai. then. Consai, yeah. But yeah. yeah. Um, and then um, did a couple in Palmy, won both of those. Went down to Wellington to do one. Um, that was Bragg Battle. Um, that was about 2006 or seven, I reckon. I won that. Nice. Um, went over to Melbourne to um, 
like but for for a while there, for a period of a few years, they were having like a New Zealand versus Australia. Oh yeah, battle yeah. for supremacy. Yeah. And it was in, in Australia one year, then in New Zealand, and, and back and forth. Back, yeah. I went to one of those, so that, that was the first time I went to Melbourne. That was yeah, like 2005. Wow. Yeah, yeah it didn't do too well in that yeah. one. I got knocked out in like the second round, but yeah. um, there was some good MCs in that, man. It was yeah. fucking Yeah, cold. it was full. Yeah, full bro. Full. And then, and then yeah. like, um, yeah. after that, yeah. um, the one-out scene, I've, I've, oh, I've done nice. a whole yes. bunch of those. I've Beautiful. pumped it about, I don't know. Six or seven That's right, Josh, yes, yeah. yes. It's all coming back to me. Yeah, the one else was a cool thing. Um, and now it continues to still do things here and there. Like, I went to Josh's last one. Oh, yeah. Last year, and he actually came and stayed at mine, and then he got to take me out. And that was my first time going to one live after him oh, cool, introducing bro. me to yeah, the whole yeah. thing on YouTube. And then, yeah, because oh, yeah, he's, he's done a few of them, eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Does he live in Auckland now? Or? He lives in Palmy still, oh, but yeah. he's out, um, just out of Bulls. So, oh, yeah, 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 he's going to be in for this little gig that he's trying to put together. Um, and it's, I think it's early next month. So yeah, looking forward to that. Yeah, no, yeah. Josh is dope, man. He's a good freestyler yeah. and a good dude too. He always, dude. Um, always shows me love when when I see him out when he's out busking and that. And oh yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, oh, I know he loves your stuff because he had that vinyl at his old place just down when he was living just down the road there. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, the, the story behind that, him having that vinyl is, um, I went up to Domino's to get some pizza one night. Yeah. He was outside he was busking. Yeah. <laughs> this is what, this is why I used to not, this is the one reason I used to hate seeing him busking mm. because he'd always try and give me fucking money. And I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, man, it's all good. He reached into his like hat, gave me 20 bucks. I was like, nah, man, nah, you, the, you know, you're out here like fucking working. Yeah, dude, and he's like, nah, nah, here you go, bro. You know, put oh, this towards man. your feed, have a feed and all that. So, do you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I, I was like, I've got like, a few vinyls that yeah. I'm ready to sell. I was like, I'm going to go home, get a vinyl. I'll yeah. go back up. Yeah. And give him the vinyl and be like, here you go, bro, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so man. that's how we ah, got that vinyl. Cool. I, I gave it to him because of that. Nice, yeah, nice. Yeah. Yeah, he's a cool character. Yeah, just, man, no doubt. Yeah, no, I can't wait to have him on, but, um, cool. Man, sounds like we're just going to keep going back down the people route. So, <laughs> only cool people. So, man, um, I'll tell you what, bro, this has been an absolute honor no, to have sure, you on bro, the road. No, sure, doing it. It's been, it's yeah, been dope, man. Yeah, for, for, for people, um, tuning in, and yeah, they just kind of, um, didn't really know too much about the experience here per se, but they, they definitely felt something. Yeah, any just cool, little man. words of encouragement of, um, yeah, just, yeah, whatever comes from the heart. The floor's yours as well. If you just want to, yeah, just share any. Oh, um, I would just, uh, uh, I mean, if this is a podcast about music, cause, which is what it is, if you, um, you want to make music, just do it. And yep. do it the way that you want to do it. Don't think about what. You know, it's hard to say this nowadays, yeah, but don't think media, about yeah. social media nah, shit. Just make yeah. the music that you want to make, man, and try and Ooh, say yes. something, say what you want to say. And and that's the yeah. only advice I could give someone. I, I'm no um, yeah, successful musician. <laughs> I, I've mainly made music for, for fun and for yeah, the love of hip-hop. Exactly. And I love to watch everything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No regrets because that there represents... Like you said, things you realise you can hold to, you know, only you can really appreciate them. Yeah, man, it's that's um, something I'm really taking yeah, from it's, this um, myself, bro. Proper, precious fucking memories and experiences, bro. Mm. You know, you build those if you just start doing your thing in any way that you can do it. Oh man, man, I mean, I know there's so many more beautiful 
um, precious memories that we're all going to continue on this journey. But for everyone tuning in, that was Be Fine Podcast with our man Higgs. Nice, man. Again, man, nice shot, brother. it's so cool, cool to, to keep this through. thing going. Um, but cool, um, yeah, looking forward to get um, more of these cool little stickers around the place for those yeah, that bro, if yeah, you're around yeah. palming you're like oh yeah give me some it's kind of like dealing yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> man cool, and um cool. so shout outs to prestige for hooking us up um one mic and um rep fm all the auckland crew and palmas north crew so for those that don't know um you know shouts to these two places specifically they've um you guys have all looked after us here and um, yeah, speak for as much as we can to say continue being awesome and being um, community driven because, you know, we're only here because the person before us and the person that's coming after us. So, yeah. man, too good, my man. And um, yeah, we'll catch you back for some more episodes. All right, brother. Here Peace. on Beat Farmer Podcast. Sorry, too easy, my man. Nice, nice. <laughs>